can't tell you how happy I am that I am not addicted to meth. Thank God. Uh, yeah, you and me both, brother. <clears throat> see that cat back there? I see a little kitty booty. A little kitty booty. Oh, she curious now. Oh, she's marking her territories. <laughs> oh, that's that's what she does all day. She just marks. She's like, <laughs> she just, <laughs> just lips. Not everything smells like me, but it will. I swear. Yeah. So um, this is kind of what I'm thinking for the podcast. Is just you know, we talk about some nostalgic topic that we have on board. Um. For maybe like 45 minutes or something but all this organic banter yep will will be a chunk of it too you know because why not you know uh, yeah exactly and i've been listening to a lot of podcasts and stuff and i like the ones where you the, the whole human element of it where you right. really just become wrapped up in the people yep not saying that we're likable but uh, I mean, a lot of these people really aren't that likable, though. You yeah, know but saying? that's but you exactly really wanting to just be in the same virtual yeah. room as them. Uh, yeah. Uh, you want to touch their nipples. Yes. Sometimes their faces, Sometimes. Uh, whatever they're comfortable with. You know, sometimes yeah. I mean, I would accept a foot rub. You know, I would I, I would accept a toe in my ear, even Ooh. Ooh. just whatever. Ooh. I don't want to put any boundaries or limits or ex expectations. So here's a here's a here's a hot take, you know. I call the Let's you know fucking hear it. It's uh you know the wet willy, right? Oh, I do. I so, do. We all do. Okay, let's be real. Uh so wet willy's uh distant cousin, mm -hmm. the dry Daniel. Oh <laughs> the dry Daniel. Damn Daniel. I no? like that. Okay. No, I love I'm, that. I'm, I'm I'm open for you know no need to rebut it up. You just uh -huh. stick it in. Yeah, just sometimes I mean yeah, my hand isn't clean, right? It, no. I don't want to put it in my mouth. I just ate a hot. Exactly, I just right. you know, I just picked something up off the ground, right? And you have to put it in this <laughs> person's have, ear. But this person's ear <laughs> needs a finger. You have to. It's just it's the world is going to end unless you put your finger in this person's ear. That's right. But it, let you, me ask you, you a gonna, question though: What kind of germs do you want? Though? You know, oh, is is the wet willy surviving? <laughs> 2021 you know what i'm saying mm. is that shit still happening or is it like not cool anymore i mean i don't know if it's i mean it's never like cool like i never wanted <laughs> i mean i feel like we have to ask like a six-year-old or something like hey oh, yeah. let's get a third, fucking six-year-old up in this bitch come third on man grader. hey kid <laughs> who do we, what six-year-olds do we know right now let's call i know them. zero I Let's make... just start calling random numbers and then be like, "Excuse me, is <laughs> hey, there are you a six-year-old? Six... Hey, are you ten? Oh, that's not acceptable. I need are you six, six years old? Can you talk to me real quick? <laughs> yeah, I have inadvertently. You're useless, ten. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I've inadvertently pushed all of my friends with uh, children out of my life. Inadvertently, though, or did you do it intentionally? The subconscious thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just not, it's, I don't know. I'm not a big that, kid guy. Uh yeah. 
humans have this, you know, like fear of the one moment of pain or something like that 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 will make them not go through like years of convenience or, or, or things like that. It's like, you know, like, you know, look at me, you know, like, I'm just like, Oh, I don't want to, Oh, like just the whole human thing of like, I don't want to work out. You know what I mean? But it's like, Oh, if I go work out 30 minutes a day, you know what I mean? I end up burning a lot more calories. I end up like utilizing a lot more energy and happier. And you feel better and shit, but exactly. But it's just like, Oh, that like I'll breathe hard. And there's that like connotation of like, like I think you say I'll breathe hard. Yeah, it's exactly. Uh, But I'll breathe. Oh no, but I'll be breathing (laughs) a lot. Exactly. Uh, I didn't work out for like, two weeks or something like that mm-hmm. and god damn you take two weeks off and it's like a whole you start at square one again i like yesterday and the day before i went in there and i was like all right i have to work out i have to like i can't just like not work out anymore what's your routine um i'll do like it de- depends on the day but mm-hmm. um my wife got peloton for the bike like a long right. time ago yeah but they have fucking amazing classes like legit mm-hmm. like i never thought i am such a fucking basic bitch man it's upsetting but it's true it's like hey, i'm an adult that's okay. male that's okay who does fucking exercise classes don't run away from your feelings Ugh. hey the no. thing about it is the exercise classes are great you know yeah no they are though like legit they i wouldn't push know you. what the fuck to do yeah. on my own and yeah. like like you said they push you Cause I probably wouldn't be doing half the shit they had me doing but anyway. So no, like, I'll do like a, a, a core class, like a five minute core class or something, mm-hmm. five, 10 minute. And then I'll do like a, a body weight class with no weights, just your body, you know, all that shit. And then, uh, and then maybe like, depending on the day, I'll do like weighted legs or arms or back, you know, back full body, whatever. So yeah, I try to be in there for like an hour five days a week you know what i'm saying like trying to do that trying to stick to that that's right and i and i bike to work and shit try to keep that cardio up too because i don't want to be 50 and falling apart you know what i'm saying i really don't want to be there and you have to start like now or like should have started before now i guess i was pretty active before i guess i'm cool i started falling apart at 19 (laughs) shit (laughs) (laughs) was with my first motorcycle accident Oh, see that. See, yeah, yeah. Wow, that'll definitely fuck yeah. you up. What happened? Yeah. Uh, I think you've, like, you've definitely told me this, but I, I don't remember. Uh, well, I lived on High Street in Bellingham. You know, okay. living on High Street. You know, hey, hey, come get a come get a dime back. Uh, no, and so I, <laughs> I was uh, going down the hill, and you know, there was like a person coming uphill this way, and then it like flattens out. And then mm-hmm. goes back up the hill and yeah. I'm going down this hill this way. And this person pretty much, they stopped at the stop sign, but they, you know, they're supposed to stop on the hill, but they stopped mm-hmm. like this. Right. Okay. And so they're like okay. completely in the road Shit. and I'm going, and I'm going like 33 down the, down this hill, you know, just comfortable right down the street from my house. And uh, I had to lay it down. Otherwise I was going to hit them and just flip over, you know? Oh, right. So I laid it down and fucked my shoulder back, back and neck up. You know, and uh, yeah. And then a couple years later, I got another motorcycle accident, laid it down in the ice. Yeah. 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 
And then when I moved to Portland, I got three car accidents. None of them my fault. Okay. Actually, I was in one with you, weren't were I? Wasn't I in one with you? No, that. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was that's what? not any of those. That's <laughs> not any of those. Yeah. Yeah. How do you have crazy? this oh, amount of this is craziness? Yeah. Can I tell you something? I love uh, to drive still. Come again. I can love it. Hey, that's that's what's up. Yeah. But yeah, you probably I, don't love the motorcycle. <laughs> no, I love it. That's the greatest oh, feeling really? in the world. Oh. oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Like, dude, you should check out. A, oh, see, oh. no, I think about want like I want to be able to bike like motorcycle yeah. around or whatever but uh then i hear shit like that you know well and like, well i mean for me like, i don't really think it's worth the risk maybe i don't know uh being on a motorcycle like the i can tell you the mistake of that is me going 33 down this hill right that's number one because i was comfortable like in my neighborhood should have been going that fast uh motorcycles if you're like in an area like you always are in an area that is urban or or there's just a possibility of other people around you you have to have like just literally eyes everywhere right you have to be like hyper hyper aware and hyper conscious and uh you have to take everything slow you have to be hyper conscious of like the road the pavement any little pothole can fuck you up you know big time people don't see you like you are invisible to them yeah yeah so i just think that there's actually like a lot of like really good life lessons that you can learn from riding the motorcycle and just because you have to like be all aware you know, you have to be like in just just you have to be there. It demands being in the moment 100 percent right, right. for survival. You know what I mean? Right. And it's, okay, it, it's something that you don't really feel in society. It's like it's like a feeling that, you know, is probably dissipated. And yeah. I'm sure that, you know, it's someone like will hear this kind of. Yeah. Someone will probably hear this and be like, hey, you read the Zen and art motorcycle riding. You know, I, I have that. I have two copies of that damn book. Still have not read it. Yeah, exactly. My grandfather gave it to me. Still haven't read it, but you know, I'm sure Everybody that the, this is probably what these concepts are. You know, but uh, <laughs> oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm probably just regurgitating it, even though I've never read it or something like yeah. that. But you know, I doubt anything's original. It by osmosis. Oh, oh, oh. There's no original thought coming. I know exactly. We're all just. I don't take credit for anything about everything. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. But that being said, there's something about being on the motorcycle that is just like it is truly living yeah. in a, in a way that like, I, you know, you can't really experience in any other way because, you know, you're like, Oh, I could die. You know, I like, I remember when I was a kid, I saw this, the remnants of this motorcycle accident it was like nine Oof. years old and we're going to Santa Cruz beach boardwalk, you know, at my grandparents' house. We're going North on highway one. And uh, when it's good, when you're, you get to a certain point on highway one, it like forces you into downtown Santa Cruz. Okay. And like does this like fish hook thing. So it's like, you know, it's a 270 degree turn, right? Damn. Okay. So it's like, yeah, it's like a full, you know, like loop and you go back around uh, the other way. But at the last point, it like twists, it like hooks extra hard. My grandpa called it the fish hook. Yeah. Or just because like it had that kind of like, you know, it's like all the same, um, you know, trajectory and then it just whips in at the end. Shabloink. Yeah. And so this dude is on a motorcycle and he laid it down and then he got hit by the car behind him and Oof. then it just kept going. And Oof. then like three more cars hit him and just kept going. And then finally someone stopped, but there's just, Jesus, yeah. Man. And so we didn't see that. Right. But like we're driving and then finally like we get through and there's just like blood all over the road. Oh like my God. And that's so like that, horrific. but that's once again, that being said, like I don't ride motorcycles all the time, but I know that it, it's a great feeling. Yeah, see, I don't know, man. I've I, I've gotten like 
dude i like cracked my rib <sighs> riding my bike like last year or whatever like bicycles are more almost more dangerous than like i don't know dude, I, I just hear about so many people getting hit on bikes bikes right. are even more invisible it's kind of the You're same thing totally with a motorcycle invisible. yeah yeah like you have to you know once again be hyper aware you know yeah um, yep. and even I more so love riding a bike i love yeah. it probably all those arguments go into that because you have to be hyper aware of your body too. You can't like push it. You have to understand the levels, your electrolytes, all those, those things, you know, dude, I can't tell you how many times I've been on a bike and like, I'm crazy. Like I'm an insane person. Like I'll bike to Everett and then bike back. It's like a six hour bike ride. And uh, I can't tell you how many times I've been on one of these like ridiculous bike rides. Mm -hmm. And I've just all of a sudden been like, like i have no energy bro blood and sugar I'm like homie. shaky and i'm just like oh god i cannot i'm like having an out-of-body experience and shit mm -hmm. yeah it's you like, push too man. hard yep. you gotta you gotta be aware no you gotta push through it no you gotta push through your weakness strength is on the other side brother no, if you were true. meant to complete that ride jesus will push you to <laughs> that to the end i literally have pushed through that shit and it sucks ass no i just pushed to get to a fucking mini mart or something to get a cliff bar <laughs> it's a pedialyte oh shit yeah pedialyte would be a good move 100 well the yeah. one thing that like people always think about when they get to that state they're like i need water right but like what you really need is is salt like as well as water which is so weird to think about it's, like, it's so yeah it's so it makes no sense yeah you know? exactly it makes no sense but when you go get a bottle of pedialyte it has like a bunch of sodium in it right it's got electrolytes. And it's so vitalizing. Dude, Pedialyte is legit. Like, right. I can't believe they don't have adult <clears throat> Pedialyte. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it is for adults. It's just marketed for children. You just, whatever. It's bullshit. I don't like marketing for children. I don't like that. I like pretending I'm a baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who does that sometimes? Exactly. Exactly. Rub my feet. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Tuck me in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I, me a little bit. Once again, the power of nostalgia. Yeah, this this warm feeling <laughs> yeah. that we had when we yeah. were little. It's like bring exactly. me back there to this womb. Is the is nostalgia just the want to go back to the womb? Is that what we all want? Are we all just upset that we got that we were birthed and it, it wasn't? Our, I mean, I definitely. Mean, yeah, I bet it wasn't our choice, right? We were we were taken out of this place yeah. of comfort and everything provided for us, and now we have to fend for ourselves, and everything sucks. So nostalgia. Is I just know I'm not the back. only one to say it but like birth is has to be the original trauma mm. that we mm -hmm. endure that mm -hmm. shit is horrific man yeah. it's like an alien invasion movie you're like chilling <laughs> everything's great and good you're being fed it's perfect homeostasis you know like you have this like the everything's the same temperature like you don't even aren't even separate from what you're experiencing yeah. you're, you're then, connected all of a sudden, you're being fucking ripped violently out of it into the cold, open air. Your nerves are feeling things for the first time. It's painful as shit. You're and being then you pushed. Get, yeah. You get your fucking lifeline cut off. Like, it's just horrible. horrible. Yeah, your, your eyes all of a sudden experience, not only experience light for the first right, time, right. but experience white hospital Yes, light, the fluorescent, you know? oh. Yeah. It's not even like, yeah, it's not even natural daylight. It's not some soft candlelight. It's just like some harsh ass motherfucking supermarket shit. You know what I mean? It, yes, that is the most 
like literally the most horrific shit. Like mm-hmm. I can't, there's nothing that's more terrifying than that later in life. Birth trauma. Thank God we don't remember that shit. You know, I mean? oh, we but do. it has to have like a psychic oh. scar. Oh, you know? genetic memory, 100%. Right. All, I, yeah, I will definitely learn more about that syndrome because there is a whole thing around that. Really? A lot of, a lot of things. Oh, yeah. The, there is a large uh, line of philosophy or, or, or psychology of like people that essentially blame their parents for birthing them because they didn't want, <laughs> right. because they didn't want to be born. Right. They're like, Hey, yeah, you didn't, yeah. not even correction, not even that they didn't want to be born, but that they weren't given the choice yeah. whether to live yeah. or not. It right? is weird to live in a society where consent is King. Everything needs to be consensual. And it's like, okay, yeah, but except that I didn't have a choice it, to begin with. Nobody can, I didn't consent to this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. bizarre, man. Sucks for you though, right? You're just a societal just entity. A You're a lemming. <laughs> you remember lemmings, yeah, the game? Bro. Yeah. Sega Genesis or whatever. <laughs> lemmings. Yeah. Oh, vaguely. Like I didn't actually play it, but I remember oh. the marketing very well. Oh yeah. I mean, it was good. The <laughs> cartoons were cool, but yeah, you're essentially little, you're like all the little things are like walking and you have to like direct them to the right places and or else they'll they... walk off cliffs if you want. Yeah. So. You know, what's fucked up. Uh, I'm sure you've probably heard this by now, but what? there was that lemming uh, documentary. It was like Disney or something. They did this nature documentary on the lemmings and how they're so stupid that they fall off cliffs. But then years later, like fairly recently, it came out that they were actually pushing them off cliffs to get that effect. They didn't fall off cliffs. That's a fucking myth that they created for that documentary. So, so they were just... literally pushing lemmings off of a cliff, like ushering them off of a cliff. Disney? It's fucking Disney. Disney, man. Disney is <clears throat> horrible. You hear that, Disney? Coming for you, you piece of shit. You're horrible. No, seriously, Disney was a horrible man, though. An awful guy. Walter? Yeah, Walter. I, I don't know too much about him. I watched that fucking stupidly... Uh, whitewashed Tom Hanks movie about him. Oh God, that, I forgot about that one. That was like, yo, this is so good and nostalgic, and it had like a lot of good things about it. But I was like, this is not like any aspect of realistic. You know what I mean? I mean, was he a a, a Jew hating racist? Uh, in the movie was I mean, Tom uh, Hanks I'll, like, we uh, won't have any people of color in this city. Oh, you, oh, you, you know it, yeah. Just, just. Okay, okay. He did, he did that. He did do that. No, no, there was none of that. Straight a G. Come on. It's, it's a Christ Walt man. Disney movie about Walt Disney. Like it's so fucked up. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the man created a fucking empire. And it's like it's even more insidious, too, because all of the great masterpieces that he created, he basically like took public domain stories that no one had any rights to. It was just a cultural story. Yeah. And then he fucking turned it into something that you are now no longer able to reproduce. And it's like, it's no longer a cultural artifact. It's like now owned and you yeah. cannot have it. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. I never it's thought about it like that. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. No, that's, a that's, little yeah. bad. <laughs> a little bad. Uh, can we just... Why does everyone forget about the whole like... I mean, Disney, obviously, it's like Nike or whatever. It's a powerful media entity. It has right. billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. But like 
just the concept like do, do you remember all of the movies that had all of like the weird sexual shit plugged into them like yeah yeah like little mermaid like a big with, controversy in yeah dude little mermaid with the penis on the cover and then yeah. they and they they all blended on like the rogue golden artists <laughs> yeah they all blended on rogue artists but it was yeah. definitely a trend that got through it was like i remember it in aladdin dude like i was like 10 years old or nine years old or something and we were watching it and the you hear the him say take off your clothes to jasmine oh but he's shit. like yeah yeah and and we we all like me my brothers my sister my dad's girlfriend's two kids we all stopped it we're like wait what like <laughs> paused it rewound it on the v the vcr turned it up all the way all got up to the tv and we're like did he just say take off your clothes <laughs> yeah and he's like I don't he's assuring oh dude yeah it's He's assuring uh, the tiger, you know, he like he's on the magic carpet and he's all in his fancy get up for the first time. Mm. He goes up on the magic carpet to the to the thing. And then Raja, the, the tiger, mm. you know, just, uh, you know, tries to scare him off. And he's like assuring that he's like, good kitty, good kitty. And then there's this whisper like, take off. And oh, my God. Yeah. What the <laughs> shit? Like, dude, yeah, it's there's just all of this like weird rapey like. Oh yeah, and then there was like sex in the cloud, like it said. Sex oh yeah, in the clouds yeah. And Lion See King. that one. I mean, it's a little it more ambiguous, there. right? It's, it's a, a little, it's a little more, gray, more, but but still, it's kind of there though. I mean, if you look at it, it's 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 pretty much with the pattern. You know what I mean? If it was like the only thing, I'd be like, okay, you know, maybe there's a little bit of. So know. like, what is that about? Like, what do you think is the goal? Do you think it's like Easter eggs by artists where they're like, <laughs> or do you think they're like trying to? like psychologically affect children or like that's that is a very dark side that is very very possible and a lot of people don't like to talk about but yeah, yeah. it's trying to uh, uh get the kids to think about certain things at a young age you know right. what i mean and the whole connotation that there are a lot of pedophiles or, or you know or or people of questionable uh repute yeah, exactly. Working uh, for, for, you know, uh, these companies or, or submitting these uh, art, you know, whatever. Um, all Obviously all theory and, and no real allegation or, you know. Well, shit, Nick, uh, Nickelodeon, there was that producer from Nickelodeon who did like iCarly and all this other shit. And uh, his staff had like three different dudes who got um, charged with like sexual assault on a minor or like child rape or whatever. And then That's he creepy. himself, a lot of his content had the kids like <laughs> taking off their shoes and socks and shit, like for no apparent reason. Very strange. Some foot fetish weird. Yeah. And like he had some very strange allegations. It's just like, man, I don't know, man. It, it, Hollywood is weird like that. I'm not. Well, Hollywood protected Woody she Allen on or nothing, but Jesus. You well, I mean, Woody Allen, dude. I mean, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. like there, it's it's just evidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just remember back in the day, when I was like twelve or something like that, and someone was like, "Oh, it's like you know, Woody Allen marrying his daughter," and I just remember being like, "Wait, what do you mean?" And, <laughs> and someone being like, "No, he married his like you know his his stepdaughter or his daughter, yeah. or whatever you know," and I was like, "That's weird." And they were like, oh, whoa, 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 blah, blah. And they just like brush it off. And I was like, nah, man. Am I the only one that thinks weird. that's fucking weird, right? Well, shit, even, uh, well, you know, there's just, it's a long history of men doing shit like that, you know? Oh, I know. But just, yeah. yeah. And then you realize in the documentary that he's, you know, after you watch it, he's, he's uh, normalizing it through his movies and stuff like that by oh, always right. 
by always making the love interest like 17 rather or, or you know 16 rather than you know 19 or 20 you know he's yeah. just like ew dude he's a creeper dude Fuck that creepo guy. who was yeah. that director of chinatown who was that guy uh let me look it up because um, he was a fucking up. goddamn creepo and it makes me not want to watch his excellent fucking movie 1974 chinatown roman polanski yeah that fucker man he's sick sick man He's a he, disgusting, disgusting man. He was involved in the Tate thing, right? The Sharon Tate shit. Wasn't he? Oh, yeah. No, he was. That was, yeah, he was. I forgot about that. Yeah. Did you see, oh. speaking of that whole story, did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? <laughs> oh, bro, not yet. I'm, I'm, I was kind of like not that excited to watch it. But after hearing everybody's reactions, <laughs> now I'm like, I'm pretty into, I want to see what of- happens. A lot of people don't spoil hate it. it for me, though. Yeah, a lot of people hate on it, but uh, I personally really enjoyed it. Hi, this is Tom at Star Mart, and uh, we just got to say that we got quite the big selection in big sales coming in this spring. Uh, we want all the, the local citizens to come in and, you know, experience everything that Star Mart has to offer. So. You know, you got you need a you need an electric fence for your kid. We got it. We need a you need an adult leash for your drunk friend. We got it. Invisible plunger. Got it. Defatify your foot socks. Yeah, we got it. Ruffalo's chips. Yep, we got it. Burrito tape. Yep, we got it. Porterhouse. Definitely, we got that here at Starmart. So come on down and we'll fill all your needs. Dress you from head to toe, fill your gut, and kick you out onto the street. Starmart. Located right off I-95, southbound. You can find us. What's your take on, on the whole revisionist history genre? Um, see, that's such an interesting term, you know, because it's like people called um uh, the people's history of the United States revisionist. And it's like, yeah, but it's not though. It's like, that's the true story or like, that's oh, you mean perspectives. the book? Yeah. Yeah. Like mm. people are, we're calling that revisionist. And I'm like, okay, those like, people are, yeah, it revised the fucking lies that were told about mm-hmm. history. Okay. But so it's like, yeah. But, but as in far this- as like going Go back and like changing historical uh, events, like through a modern lens i think it's like a dangerous precedent you know what i'm saying like making it seem like oh it was actually this way it's i don't know it's a little dangerous because it kind of dilutes the horrors or like the truth of the past you know maybe yeah it definitely has the uh that whole idea has the possibility of yeah uh whitewashing something you know or or creating something different um you could say that, you know, this cancel culture is a form of revisionist history. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but, you know, that being said, everything that's being canceled, it kind of makes sense, you know? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. So, uh, but um, just as far as like taking a lot of the movies, you know, and the media away and saying that oh, they didn't right. exist, you know right, what I mean? That right. That's where it becomes a little questionable yeah, because... Yeah. I think that you know it should still exist with an asterisk because like yeah. it, it illustrates like a, a like you like we have to show our growth like to remember that like where we came from you know what yeah. I mean and it's like and, also you don't want to erase 
like the fact that this person was horrible and created this great thing because, mm-hmm. and, and also it's like sometimes, you know, the products that somebody creates is, I don't know. It's a gray area. It's like, they're yeah. sort of distanced from the person who created them. Mm-hmm. Like once they're out there, it's not really theirs or it, them. It's and such a slippery slope. Like, it, yeah. yeah, it is. Do we, do we, uh, you know, do we remove R. Kelly's art from, right. you know, I say no, personally, right. I just choose not to, you know, dig in. But right. uh, that being said, Michael Jackson is really the point where people are like, yeah. ah, it's yeah. so good though. You know what I it mean? Is like, so every, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, I, sac- I guess I'll just have to sacrifice my morals or just compartmentalize, not even sacrifice them. I have to compartmentalize yes. my morals yes. to, to enjoy this. But you know. legit, and, and <laughs> well, I'm not gonna like. I, I feel like it's a dangerous thing to say. Like, well, people are complicated, and everybody's not great in some way. But it's like, nah, this fool was a fucking pedophile. Oh yeah, oh. like unrepentant weirdo. I think. I mean, well, like, I, I'm pretty sure. In uh, well. in court, you know, for example, you can't say hey well i was beaten as a kid and that's why i'm beating my children right you know what i mean right. that is not that is not a reputable excuse no. and and so yeah there is like you can empathize with someone like michael who who got put in a situation where his childhood was entirely removed from him right and all of these you know things that shaped him into who he is but that being said you can't empathize with the act hell you know what i mean you, you can't know, the, excuse that i mean that's... the act is the act right, right you know right. like you you it is what it is and, right. and it's fucked up it's fucked, so up. fucked up exactly you know and and if you want to say it's like like do you remember when this kind of got brushed under the rug and i might be entirely incorrect so i might have to cut this out uh <laughs> but do you remember krs1 defending africa bimbata when the the stuff about the child molestation came out i'm sure he probably did like i and don't he's like no nah, man he's hip-hop and it was just like right 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 no right. dude pedophilia is not hip-hop it's not dude like like Mm-mm. stop like just stop you know what i mean See, it doesn't that's what matter. i'm saying it's like people are so complex yeah and people can do really horrible things and then turn around and do some great things yeah and it sucks because what you want to do is just put this person in a fucking closet for the bad things and forget they ever existed and never acknowledge anything. But it's like, you can't really do that because like, for example, Africa Bombada, Mm -hmm. man, he grew a movement that has shaped the fucking planet. I mean, really. Dude, Planet Rock is one of the greatest songs still to dance to. Like, hell yeah, bro. You know, and and the Zulu shit has been so influential Mm -hmm. and the way that he like, uh, like really codified hip hop and like turned it into this culture, you know, I mean, like you can't take that shit away from the man, but fuck him though. Exactly. So it's kind of complicated. You know what I mean? Same with Michael Jackson. Like he, the way he changed pop music and culture, it it will never be the same after him, but like, Mm -hmm. man, fuck that dude. You know? Yeah. How do you fucking reconcile that shit? Well, you don't, but I mean, it's just the difficulty, the cognitive dissonance that creates of holding that person in two different realms. You know what right. I mean? And it's just totally, man. It it's it's very interesting. Like I feel like the whole like, you know, um, a lot of this 
just getting rid of, I don't know, it's such a slippery slope because the whole cancel culture in, re- in reference to the racist people yeah. that are in positions of like either power or anything like that, like, yes, flush these fuckers out. Yeah, you know they shouldn't I mean? have power over other people if they're racist. Like, exactly. Like, like, for example, the fucking, the dude who was like calling a, a, a women's basketball game and called them effing. Oh, know, yeah, bro. And fuck it was just like, it, exactly, dude. Fuck that guy. That guy should never get a job again. Mm-hmm. Piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, if mm-hmm. you are that old in your life and you fucking said that in that right. situation. Right. And you and you're thinking like that, you need to work on a <laughs> lot of saying. shit. Why did you think that? Like, like, like uh, why was that in your fucking head to begin with? Right. You know? But yeah, as far as cancel culture and media, I feel like it's just it becomes a dangerous ground because it's like you're running from what actually happened and thus you can't address it you know right, what i mean right. and then you can't grow from it right you know um totally. and plus like um and and not every situation of course like mm-hmm. you know roman polanski man fuck that fool cancel that mm-hmm. fool fuck him but rosemary's uh, baby is a great movie right well rosemary's baby chinatown those are great fucking films and they mm-hmm. can be learned from and you can draw shit out of that mm-hmm. but fuck that fool but on other people like who have done much lesser crimes than Roman Polanski, when you start like canceling those kind of people and shit, like where's what's the uh, route to rehabilitation there? Like what's the route to like what's the you know road to perdition? Like how, yeah, yeah. how do you uh, grow from that? Like canceling is not maybe the best route in every situation, although it feels like it's the only option sometimes. Some I'm sure. yeah. There's a parallel between canceling something and potentially jailing someone for addiction, mm. right? Right, mm-hmm. is where you, where you could teach. There's there are learning moments to be had. One hundred percent. Obviously, addiction only justifies a certain crime. You know, if this person's high on heroin and murders someone, right, right, then the heroin, them being high on heroin, doesn't justify it. But Absolutely like, not. if they're but if they're going in and out, if they're just like they have scoliosis and they are homeless and they're doing dope on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. you know, like in, in an alley or something like that. And a cop comes up and arrests them. Like that's a much different. Yeah. That's crime, fucking right? bullshit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but, but that's that person, you know, there's a teaching moment and stuff like that. Whereas, you know, there could still be a moment for the person high on heroin and, and killed someone, but at the same time they need to be punished and there are, we have a society to uphold, you know, right. but, but well, it's you all, can't, yeah, you can't have a dude out there just, feeling like he can kill somebody like whenever he fucking wants police you know, police, are you listening? police are you listening <laughs> Mr. but like Mr. addiction has always confused me because it's like that shit isn't a crime why is that a crime like somebody's high on fucking meth like wigging out in the fucking park what is he doing that is a criminal act you know what i'm saying like, you know until what it is he commits an act of cr- criminal intent or whatever the fuck what the hell? He's not doing anything wrong. He's minding oh. his own fucking business. Uh, this is why we need Kevin here right now. But he mm-hmm. is scaring white people, <laughs> yeah, which is which right, is one man. of the That's biggest exactly crimes. The it is. If white people are terrified, then it is yeah. a crime. No, that is exactly <laughs> right. Because here in Ballard in Seattle, there's yeah. a huge homeless population. Oh, yeah. And all these fools are trying to say and I walk past them every day. And like, yeah, sometimes it's dicey. I'm not going to lie to you. No, but they're yeah. For the most part, they're chilling, bro. Like they're in their own world. Mm-hmm. And yet all the time, and I see families in the park chilling too. Mm-hmm. And yet every time online, I see all these like these uh, 
homeless people were threatening me and well like nah they they really weren't and even if they were you're fine like you know what i'm saying yeah. like, did anything happen <laughs> quit trying to quit trying to get the police on these fucking people you're just you're scared because you're white and have a sheltered life yeah uh people shelter themselves from that one moment of uh possible conflict mm-hmm. you know and they will do any almost anything to do it yeah you know, they will that, go to that extreme moments exactly yeah. yeah it's like oh well I, I i think that this homeless person might confront me at one point in time so we got to get all the homeless <laughs> people out of here you know what i mean exactly it's man. like yeah that's it that's the fucking mindset yeah exactly it's like i mean a lot of racism you know is steeped in that it's like oh Oh, oh, this person, you know, these, these, these Mexican people might take our jobs. You know what I mean? There might be a point down the line where, you know, all of a sudden we don't have jobs because, because all of a sudden there's too many Mexican people and stuff like that. So we just gotta, we just gotta keep them all out. You know, we gotta, we gotta keep it white and you're just right. like, Oh, 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 all right. That's like, uh, that's entirely irrational, sir. Yeah. Can you, <laughs> can, can you, you relax can you, a little bit? Can you, can you get out of any place that has power? <laughs> can you yeah, stop making real. any decisions for the rest of us? Like, yeah, man. Uh, no, nah, that that kind of cancel culture is is like necessary because it's like yes. the system is going to uphold those people. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be held to account. You know what I mean? They can be racist and they can be in power, and the system ain't going to do shit about it. Oh. So cancel the their si- ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. When the system is based in racism, everything about it, one hundred percent from the Constitution mm-hmm. onward, is racist. Right. Then like. And, and we're still just, you know, like running from the fact it's like the system itself is racist. Exactly. Yeah. It's that's just, the whole, like, I don't understand the traditionalist mindset or like, that's why I don't get down with conservatives at all. Cause it's like, man, what you trying to conserve though? They're trying I to mean, conserve the nostalgia. They're trying to conserve that old feeling. They think it was better back in the day when, when whites and blacks were separated and they had to step in horse shit to get to their house right. and wear cod pieces because they didn't have running water. <laughs> Because that's the, what they want. They're fucking idiots. I want seven of my ten children to die of polio. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I the miss col- having 13 children because I know ten of them will die. Oh, the cholera got little Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. The fucking people are stupid. And then plus, oh, man, I could just go on all day about that shit. But yeah, what, what the hell are you trying to preserve, man? Like, if you recognize and you don't have any problem admitting that the people who wrote this shit was racist, the people who started the country were racist, then why the fuck are you trying to preserve it so hard? Like, what the hell yeah. are you, like, are you racist what? then? Aren't you? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Preserving <laughs> your that shit. Yeah. But then again, back to the revisionist history, revisionist's history, the reason I asked <laughs> revisionist's history was uh, because um, Tarantino does it in kind of a pretty cool way. Oh, where, it's, okay. where it's like you know the Django Unchained, or oh, the, right, yeah, yeah. or Inglorious Bastards, or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where yeah. it's like a, a a moment that is a lot of trauma tied to it, and he manages it to give it like a light of like it would have been cool if this happened. Yeah, right. Like, it's like not, a revenge uh, fantasy kind of. Yeah, exactly. Like this would have been cool. You know what I mean? And right. and so I I kind of like that in that realm. Um, so yeah, you should check that movie out and see the revisionist version of of, of a Polanski. 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 Yeah. Okay. Word. I'll I will check that out. Um, I I want to watch that movie hella bad anyway. But nah, it's like the whole. I mean, I was watching this roundtable with like a few different directors, 
And they were talking about uh, portraying, you know, like Nazis, you know? And one of the directors was like, I will never portray the Nazis. I have no interest or you, there's no way to do it that doesn't, like the more we talk about it and the more we bring it up, like the more it gets out there and the, I just don't have any interest in portraying them in any kind of way. And mm -hmm. the, one of the other guys was like, well, what about like Schindler's List though? Like that was like a great, you know, film and like an important portrayal. And he's like, even that, even that is too much. Like we never have to, I just thought that was such an interesting perspective. Like even yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's the, that's taking the extreme version of cancel culture. And it's like, <laughs> right, you, right. you know, like Germans, I don't think are trying to cancel the idea that the Nazis happened. You know what I mean? Right. If you go to, if you go to Germany, like they're not trying to bury that shit under the rug. They're trying, right. they learned from it, you know, and they moved forward. Totally. And that's why, and that's why the German society is doing so well. Like you go to Berlin or you go to, uh, uh, Munich, like the cities are doing really well. The country's doing like really well. Right. I have uh, a buddy. Uh, you remember this? Uh, uh, yeah, from, from the Merman. Yeah, he's going Dub. to. Yeah, he's doing. Uh, no, the other guy. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> he he's uh doing a music mastering school in Berlin right now. Oh, or, word. Yeah. Okay. And so he's living out there and loving it. And uh, he said it's a lot like Portland, but you know, in oh. Europe. So. Yeah. That's what's up. But yeah, uh, yeah. I just think it's it is a little dangerous though, because like you got all these goofy portrayals of Hitler, you know, and, and it's like, and then now we're seeing this like resurgence of neo-Nazi kind of ideology. It's bizarre, oh. man. It's like, what is, I mean, I know it's like more than just the media, like obviously that's precipitating that kind of cultural shift, but like. Well, it was always man. there. It, right. I mean, it, it's it never went away. There. You're right. You're but right. just in the last five years, it has been emboldened. I know, know, right? I because... wonder why though, like why? Well, it's because I know why. exactly, yeah, because <laughs> because we have a uh, you know, because there's no accountability being had, you know, right, like literally, right. little shit was happening left and right that was on a level that was so baffling, whether it was police or mm -hmm. you know Trump or you know like some of the things that are just like damn near criminal, if not fully criminal, that were yeah, like, just oh, it's blatantly okay. so. It's, just okay. it's no big. Ah. Yeah, what the oh he's but he's 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 the POTUS. He's the POTUS, you know? Yeah, you gotta listen to the POTUS. He just talks straight, okay? You don't like what he says, but he, he doesn't lie to you. That's what I love about the guy. Yeah. And then there's then, then there's yeah, Biden and uh everyone's oh, like Biden's the that. savior, and I'm just like, oh white Jesus. Fuck <laughs> Biden, dude. This fool is yeah. like the worst, man. Yeah. He's a plagiarist, he's a weirdo, he fucking doesn't make any goddamn sense, he's old he's as shit. Come yeah, on, why, man. Why, why are we electing presidents that have no reason to care about anything? Like, because they're so old, right? <laughs> yeah. They have nothing invested in the He's, he's, he's got his foot future. halfway out the door already. Exactly, dude. About anything. Did, did you see him fall down the stairs? Yes. Yes, dude. That was great. That was, like, that was, I, I was thought like, that... I thought it was like an SNL bit. It was like, no, right. this, is, this actually happened. That this, really this actually real. happened, yeah. bro. It's, it's, it's like, of course it did. The man and, is ancient. And then instead of, dude, I would have just like walked in, just like kept walking in. Instead, he turns around and does the salute. It's just like, no, you just save face. Just don't turn around. People will be like, oh, that wasn't actually Joe. You know, that was someone else walking in. You, know? <laughs> yeah, you should be a fucking, uh, like a press secretary. Oh, exactly. Shit. I yeah. mean, that would have covered that shit way better. Are you kidding me? It was not handled well. 
I don't like Ben Joe, 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 do not turn around. Do not turn around. Just in his ear. Do not turn around. Do not. <laughs> don't, do, don't you do don't, it. Don't, stop don't, it. Don't, don't you stop it. Yeah, man. Joe Biden is a joke, bro. And then like the whole like identity politics thing with like Kamala Harris, though. Huh? Hey, yeah, like, is, isn't this better? What the fuck does Kamala Harris represent? She doesn't fucking she, she doesn't give a shit. She about, represents the police officers. That's what I'm know? saying. Like she yeah, doesn't like, give a shit about reforming or or re- revolutionizing anything. Like I know these fools got in and immediately started doing exactly the same shit Trump Ex- was doing. Exactly. Yeah. It's Except like, they they're not tweeting. You know, they're not tweeting they're, about right. being idiots. You know. And the, yes, and they're not and, saying really stupid things in interviews constantly. Well, sem- well. Ah. <laughs> That's what is so infuriating, man. And then they could have put up a candidate that was the mm-hmm. opposite of Trump and had nothing that you can really criticize, right? But they did not do that. They put a man out who you could very easily criticize and who represented a lot of the same things that Trump represented and wants to do a lot of the same things that Trump wants to do. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what the fuck? You're giving me this guy? Like who, and I don't know how the fuck he won. Honestly, like, I do think he won. Like, I don't think it was a fraudulent election or nothing. But I just don't know how he scraped by because well, it's he's so pathetic. Man. It's because you know it was a anyone but Trump. You know would have won in that That's situation why I voted for the motherfucker, man. I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, you got to get Trump out of office. Is what it, right. like we we saw in the last five years that like the the emboldened racists is just no. You yeah. know what I mean? It's and so even not, if it's someone the that's QAnon like shit, and... oh, it's madness. But yeah, like we just you know that can't be in like the public perspective as much as as much as it is, just because right. it normalizes it. But then again, the one benefit about it is that these people are uh, they're identifying themselves. Like that's true. Like, like you have the ident- you have the enemy identifying themselves. Yeah. And there's one thing that I learned in um, doing this podcast that I just uh, did that is called uh, "It Did Happen Here." Did I ever tell you about it? Uh, nah, I think I saw that title though somewhere though. Yeah, so I mix. I did the the ma- uh, mixing and mastering of it. Um, okay. That was all I did. Um, but it is about the murder of Mulageta Sarah in Portland. It okay. happened uh, 20 years ago last year so it would have been in 2000 and he was killed by some white skinheads and Damn. um yeah he was he was a an african exchange student um, and it's just like some heavy shit you know but like listening to all these people that talked about organizing and fucking getting back at the skinheads and like flushing that neo-nazism out of portland like really just made me realize that it's like these people can be beaten you know and it just takes people uh that are willing and you know like you can't get fatigued you know it's really hard to like because you know you'll get fatigued but you know you have to put in the amount of effort that you are willing but like one of the the first steps in flushing out the nazis and everything that they did to get them out of portland is finding out who they were where they were etc you know and so that's the one benefit i could say of Uh, of, of this whole Trumpism thing is just all these people are stupid enough to fucking say it. Mm-hmm. And so if, you know, the people like us, you know, want to go, you know, teach them a lesson, you know, if they're in our neighborhood or something like that, then we go teach them a lesson. See, and- the problem is, Oh, go ahead. My bad. No, no, no. Hit it. Um, the only thing is, is that they're like, uh, they've got people like, um, you know, Richard Spencer and these other like thought leader types who are making it, 
it's getting this, it's like this semantics game and it's like a lot of dog whistling and like using terms that are covering for other things. Like for example, Western culture, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? What does that mean? Well, that means fucking white people. We all fucking know it. It's not a confusing, like nobody's questioning it, yeah. but they say that shit and it's like, well, who would want to bring down Western culture with all of its art? and innovations and democracy and all these great things it's like nah fool like we don't give a fuck about western culture it's fucking the white nationalism that's the problem (laughs) yeah well that's just they're trying to you know uh the whole thing with semantics in politics is to uh, dif- uh, deflect the the yeah. conversation to to, right. to make you talk about something else to focus on something that isn't there. Yep. So the most important thing that you always have to remember in coming into these discussions is no, that's not what we're talking about. Right. This is what we're talking about. But then and they then can be just like, say, "Well, I never fucking, I don't, I don't want that." You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm the, not uh, racist. It's so ambiguous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're like evolving. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're they're intelligent, right? Right. But at a certain point, you know if I've learned anything from that thing, it's that violence works to a level, right? <laughs> and that people don't like getting yeah. punched in the face. Yeah, and, right. and, and like, yeah, it sucks. if these people are, you know, like, for example, in Portland, when like the neo-Nazis went out to the, to the shows, you know, the, the opposite side would just like show up to those same shows and be like, Hey, you're not welcome here. Right. Right. And so it's like kind of responsibilities of the community to be like to, to these people to be like, you're not welcome here. And like, but the Internet is so tough because they can always find a fucking dark little corner. Right. Right. And but that's the radicalizing thing. fucking preteens and shit. You know well, saying? exactly. But that's why those people need to like something needs to be done about that. Like they're just being protected in such a way, yeah. like, you know, whether it's someone going like, you know, some vigilante shit, someone going over to that dude's house and just, you know, punching him in the face a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just keeping doing that every time he posts or, you know, like, <laughs> or the system actually doing something, which they won't because they nah. protect white people. That's why every fucking mass shooter that's white, you know, all of a sudden is just like, oh, let's just, we, we brought him in, you know, it's like right. in custody. It is, it is so fucking stark contrast, absurd Bro. bullshit difference. You know what yes. I mean? It just, it's just, we were like, talking about that last night. You got Derek Shaw. Absolutely who fucking yeah. murdered someone on, on camera. camera. Yeah. And then he's on trial right now. You got that dude who like fucking mowed people down in that church. He went yep. to Burger King. Yep. And yet George Floyd was accused of using a fake $20 bill or whatever the fuck. And he died in the street. You know, what the fuck? Like that's how, what, I was like, oh man, they try to make it so, like I said, they play that semantics game, try to make it all ambiguous and philosophical and shit. It's like, no, bitch, no, look at it. (laughs) Like this, these white people went to trial, which is how it's supposed to be. You get accused of something, you get arrested and you go to trial. Why are these people getting fucking killed in the street over alleged crimes that they may or may not have committed? Come on, man. Yeah. It's not confusing. Uh, uh, a curb stomp for every cop is, you know, hell yeah, is, is, is especially for every Nazi cop. But you know, and um, that's the thing, man. That white supremacist infiltration of the fucking law enforcement—that's terrifying, bro. Even the POCs that are in the law enforcement are still like treat white people different. Like it's just yeah. you know, it's ingrained in the culture. 
Exactly. And that comes down to the absolute worst thing. Or one of one of the most horrible things in the entire uh, country is just the police unions and, you know, yeah, and the, you know, just absolute yes. fuck. like, yeah. Just like someone should just hold the police officer, Derek, whatever the fuck his name is. I don't even like saying his name. Uh, and just punch him in the face, just like have like a line of people that just each one gets. To just... Yeah, that would be dope. That'd be really yeah. dope. Because yeah. the trial is a joke. Yeah. A like, joke. are you kidding me? They this had this MMA bullshit. fighter up yeah. on there testifying. Oh, yeah. And they're like, so when you get choked out, are you able to speak? And he's like, no, no. If I really can't breathe, I, I'm not going to be able to speak. It's like, oh, my fucking God. Shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, this, this, the fuck this dude up. is literally being paid to fucking go up you there and saying? say that. He's like paid by the defense. This like, dude, this dude's like, yeah, I, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to speak. And meanwhile, his neck is like, and he's on steroids <laughs> right. and he's fucking, yeah. It's just like, that's totally, because all human anatomy is the same, buddy. You know, yep, yep. fucking Everybody's lawyers, bodies dude. are exactly the same. And if this guy's opinion is that he could withstand it, then it's fine. Our, don't do anything wrong. Are defense lawyers the biggest pieces of shit in our society? Hmm. Well, prosecutors are fucking pieces of shit, too. Lawyers are pretty bad. Lawyers are pretty fucking horrible. It's weird because, like, in theory, it's a great concept. Oh, yeah. But the only the only purpose is to for person like utilize it for personal gain. Right. That's what. what Yeah. Or power or Or power, because that's why, like, most fucking politicians are lawyers, you know, because they're like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to manipulate this, manipulate these people. I have a friend of mine who's a a lawyer and he said like kind of the point of lawyering to a certain degree is to find loopholes in the law. Yeah. Because then legislators find out about those loopholes so they can close them. And so it's like a self, uh, what's it called? Like a self-improving system. Now that is like (laughs) a very, that's very positive. Look at it. That's very Disney. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's but... Tom Hanks as well. Disney right there. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, oh, that's great. In theory, yeah. capitalism works. Yeah. Right. If everything goes well, you know, like even fascism works if everything goes well. Right. Exactly, even right. totalitarianism no, totally. works if everything goes well. Because if you got a benevolent like, dictator, everything yeah, exactly. Cool. Then, yeah, then it's everything's perfect. <laughs> you know, everything looks great. Yeah. He's always yeah. a great guy. Just we gave him all the power because, you know, he's just a good dude. He just had everything in order. All his pencils, right. they were in his pocket. They were all shop. He looked great. Uh, we gave him the job. You know, we gave him the job. Personally, I think you're a fucking idiot. But yeah, I mean, everything works in theory. That's why on paper. But it's just like, yeah, yeah. Once again, the lawyer is going in to find the loopholes and skew it and like make the benefit. Right. Well, yeah. Gotta love greed. And it's Man. like. You, there are good people out there who are lawyers who are finding loopholes for the right people for the right mm-hmm. reasons. This exactly. But exactly. unfortunately, those other people exist as well who are not out for anybody's well-being. Except it just, own. when you have all the loopholes, it, what it is, is it's creating the, it's just making it infinitely harder for people of lesser uh, economic stature mm-hmm. to to get the One things that they are that they're they're supposed to get their exactly. that are their rights right and so that's just another version of systemic oppression systemic right. racism you know capitalism uh really doesn't 
there's no other option for capitalism other than systemic oppression because you can't tell me like you have to go to jail unless you can afford to not go to jail yeah you are going to be convicted of this crime unless you have a lot of money yeah. in which case you're actually good to go yeah 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 what the fuck yeah 100 and it's just like oh it's well that's a good concept but it's like okay well what if we start out like if it's a good concept, but like literally when the game started, right. white white people are here right. and black people are their property. Hey, exactly. <laughs> and it's just like, are you here? Exactly. And then, and that's and then the Nat- starting point. And then native Americans are just dying of all the diseases that we right. brought over here. Hey. And so it's just like, oh, that's the starting point. But, yeah. oh, but now let's clean the slate. Everything's fair, right? Yeah, everything's can't... fair, guys. Are you guys good? We're all right. good here. Okay, everything's good. Oh, wait, but actually you're only, you're still our property. Oh, wait, later. Oh, wait, now you're only three-fifths of a person. Oh, wait, now mm, you want voting rights? Mm. What was it, 1960? Mm, I don't know. Right, yeah, exactly. And then now in 2020, people are, or 21, excuse me. <laughs> to me, it's still 2020, honestly. I mean, it's it's just, just like, we're still in this black hole that is co like COVID. You know? <laughs> That's it. Mm-hmm. It's the 17th month. Um, no, nah, but like, yeah. Then in 2021, some fucking really smart white guy is going to say, you know, well, everybody has rights though. I mean, everyone's on the same playing field. Anyone can make it. I mean, you've had a black president. I mean, come on. And it's like, dude, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like shut <laughs> your mouth please please punch yourself because the accumulation of capital to begin with was fucking slavery man and like taking land from people who already inhabited the fucking land just like oh oh this 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 spot's mine i just this flag uh i have this piece of paper uh so you're gonna have to move I'm so sorry, but yeah. And they're like, what is paper? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you talking about the scribblings on this fucking pressed wood fiber? Pressed, nah, bro. pressed wood fiber. Pressed wood fiber. New from. <laughs> oh, so Selena was, uh, she got curious and she's like, why are Triscuits Triscuits? Like what, what is the name Trisket come from? Right. And the original, the original marketing is it's, the electricity biscuit. It's oh, the, shut the, the fuck up. Yeah, the biscuit baked with electricity. Triscuit, <laughs> ah, ah. the party biscuit. Crisp whole wheat wafers folks love. So she was like, yes, could you pass the electricity biscuits, please? You know, so. that's hilarious, man, because Triscuits always seemed like such an olden time oh, snack yeah. to me. Even more so now. And now it's like, it is, it's like literally yeah. 1800s and shit. Yeah, you're yeah. going back to 1885. Yeah, that's what you like. You want... <laughs> we have baked this using electricity. Yeah. New invention. That's a come, hither, come round. Come taste, hither. Taste electricity <laughs> for the first time. Yeah, bro. All right. So I got questions for you. Answer them yourself. What, uh, okay. Rob's <laughs> top five sitcoms <laughs> are. <laughs> yep. Cheers. Yes. Happy days. Every time. Frasier. Yes. Uh, f- you were going to say Frasier again. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Frasier's Frasier. twice on that list, <laughs> yes. man. <laughs> and then Seinfeld, of course. Frasier. Actually, Seinfeld <laughs> is in that shit, though. 
Oh yeah, that shit is hilarious. And oh, again, oh, yeah. with the cancel culture, Jerry Seinfeld's kind of a piece of shit. You know what I mean? A little bit of a piece of shit. He fucking yeah. married like a fourteen-year-old or some shit. He's like he's like this, right? He's like mm. if like the sh- like being a piece of shit is like the <laughs> the, the the line of water, you know? And yeah. he's like a dolphin. He's <laughs> just like. He does some shitty things, pops he out. Does some, pops oh, out. He bro. does some nice things. Does some shitty things. He, he, he's got a type of woman, right? He, he likes. He likes his. <laughs> he does that make him a piece love. of shit? You know, let the man be who he, got, he wants to be. You're not gonna let him have preferences. You know? Come, Come on. on, you know what's so wrong with that? You know, the consenting adults. You know, she might have been a consenting, uh, almost adult, but you know, yeah, we don't know. Who's a know? consenting teenager? Allegations. These are the allegations. Uh, Her parents gave him permission. What are you exactly? Okay, no, that, uh, that fool, man. But honestly, that show is just really well written. And I don't feel so bad about liking fucking Larry David's show. Oh, What's Curb? that shit called? Curb? Yeah, Curb. It, it's, it's just so yeah. neurotic. I love it. I it's love great. neuroses. It's great. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Mm. Uh, What's his face? Uh, JB Smoove, his character. Oh, bro, he's so fucking funny. Everything that comes out of that fool's mouth. Ejaculate. Not ejaculate, ejaculate. Exactly. Come stain. Come. Come stain. What kind of come was it, first of all? I, I, what do you mean, what kind of come? Come's come. Come is not come, Larry. Come's come. Well, it couldn't have been mine. Know why? Because I get mine, Larry. I brings the ruckus to the ladies. It's comedic Larry. geniusness. Comedic geniuses. All right, what, so what are your top five? Let's Curb see. and Seinfeld? Yeah, man, for sure. Seinfeld, Curb. Got to no. put them on there. Doesn't have to be in order. Yeah, man. I'm trying to think because like a lot of sitcoms fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like people like friends and shit. I'm like, oh God. Nah. So garbage. Nah. But you know what? Uh does Brooklyn Nine-Nine count as a sitcom? It's a sit- sitcom is just defined by situational comedy. So yeah. Well, then that's a it could Dude, be that shit is hilarious. I mean, yeah, fuck cops and everything, but yeah. that show is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. well written. Uh, I've heard good things. I have not indulged, but I like Andy Samberg. Um, yeah, for me, it'd be like it's always sunny because of the implication. Oh fuck! There you go. Yep. yep. Got to have. Uh, yep. Thirty Rock. Okay. Um, Seinfeld. It's got to be on the list. It's got to be on the list. Yeah. I'll give you three. You <laughs> there get you three. Go. Yeah. Top three. That's all you get. Three. So I get. I got the top four then, because I got yeah. Seinfeld, and, Curb, fucking, uh, Always Sunny. God yeah. damn that show, man. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yep. Yeah. And uh, like I'm sure there's there's other there's other ones. There's other ones. There's a mystery one. Let's thing. see. Let's see what the world has to say are the top sitcoms. Situazionale. Are you, are you ready for this? Yes, sir. Sitcom. If it has the office on there, I'm about to shit my pants. I'm not. I'm not gonna you, take it. Are you not? A, that's going to be on the list. You have to accept that. Ah, like you just you know, don't Ricky, like the office. Well, Ricky Gervais's office had like this real like uh, insight into psychology. I feel like. Wow. There's good news and bad news. The bad news is. Neil will be taking over both branches and some of you will lose your jobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those of you who are kept on 
will have to relocate to Swindon if you want to yeah. stay. I know, I know. Gutting, gutting. You, you didn't see me. On a more positive note, the good news is I've been promoted. So, every cloud. Yeah. And the American office is just like, loud noises! I am awkward! You know what I mean? See, I loved The Office when it first came out, right? And I think that it has a lot of really good elements. But that being said, it got really formulaic in certain element or in certain mm -hmm. regards. Um, so one of the things that when I go back and watch it again, that really pains me is that they have this like incessant need to uh, have the will they, won't they yeah. thing, thing going on, right? Yes. And yeah. it starts with like Jim and Pam. And then, uh, you know, it goes through, uh, you know, Andy and there's a bunch oh, of different right. people that it goes that through like there's lady What's yeah you know michael and uh and jan yeah. is yeah. one of them and then yeah andy and the redhead then there's the redhead and uh the new kid pete or whatever mm. there's uh, uh, andy and angela dwight and angela oh there's, right it, it just like it literally is happening uh, uh ryan and kelly you know yeah and, yeah, and it's yeah. funny it's funny right because that's there are an funny moments yeah for right sure that's an office dynamic, but it definitely towards the uh, later seasons becomes a little just like you guys really should have yeah. thought, thought about something like, come on, yeah. some more, some more jokes or something. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Uh, you know, the ending is really good. Michael Scott, his character is fantastic. And I'm optimistic because every day I get a little more desperate and desperate situations yield the quickest results. Some of his quotes. It's very quotable. But... True. No, that show is full of quotes. That's true. Oh, but uh, all right. So here, are you ready for the top? I'm ready, top man. Let's 15 list. Let's go. So this has animated movie or animated in it, which I'm going to. Interesting. OK. I mean, OK, Rick and Morty then. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother thing. I mean, Rick and Morty, The Simpsons, you know, like. Right. They're sitcoms. Kind they are. But they are. That, that's another. Well, we're not talking that. I'm talking <laughs> uh, real sitcoms. All right. All right so I'm going to skip the cartoon. But you got uh, Parks and Rec. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. It's good. Mm -hmm. Some good writing. Some good writing. Some good writing. Uh, you got curb jokes. here, right? Curb your enthusiasm. Of course, man. You got a high content. Uh, you got Seinfeld. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, then you got Freaks and Geeks. That's kind of a. Oh yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't really call that like a sitcom though. Is it? I guess. It is. It's awkward. Yeah. It's uh, right. but it's only eighteen episodes. It's sort of like drama right? though. Damn near. It's got oh, yeah. comedy in it, but it's more like. Dramedy. Dramedy, yeah. It's like coming of age type shit. That's good though. I liked it. Yep. Uh arrested development. Ooh, that is a good one though. That is yep. a fucking good one. Uh it is fantastic. Kind of forgot about that one. Yeah. We should be ashamed. Uh the office. Oh, yeah. Of and then and then it's always sunny. And That's then I don't know this one, but it is the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, bro, it's so good. I love is that really? fucking show. It's so goddamn good, man. Is that really? show is great, but it's not really okay. It is comedy, but again, it's dramedy, man, because it's got a lot of oh. like really actual emotion, emotionality to it. But everybody kills it in that shit. The period setting is like immaculate. Hmm. And Miss Maisel, man, I love the fuck out of Miss Maisel. Oh, I love Miss Maisel. Well, what is what does it say? She's a Jewish American housewife. I mean, I'm sold already. I'm a Jew, so you know. There I have a go. soft spot in my it. heart for this. Yes, you're gonna love it. Um, number four on this list. Who this makes me uh, question the validity of the uh -oh. list. Uh oh, we're, uh, we're, entirely yeah. right. 
was uh, Sopranos. Like, no. what the fuck? Cobra Kai. That's not a sitcom, though. It is a sitcom, 100%. It's a situational comedy, but it's online. So it doesn't, but like. Yeah, but it's like it's an not, action. It's not funny. Show. Have you watched it? It's just dumb. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you about this. All right. I'm not going to hold back. Okay. From yeah. you. Yeah. I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. And connect with you on this. Okay. I love that show. I I recognize that it's not good. Okay. I get it. I get it. It's cheesy yeah. as shit. And like, yeah, you're, you're with everyone. You're with the majority acting. I couldn't help myself, but I, I was like it. into it. I was emotionally invested by the end of the fucking second season. And I watched two fucking seasons of it. The only thing that is funny to me is like the moments when he is trying to grasp technology or like being yeah. in a, you know, being in a modern society. But right. I like, and I loved the karate kid, you know, don't get me wrong. But I was just like, I'm not going to force myself to like this. This is just, I, I just, I don't like it. You know, in another show that I got hella, hella good recommendations about, and then I went and watched it. And then it was the worst thing that I think I've ever experienced as far as a television show. The Witcher. Oh, God. <laughs> I, listen, I refuse to accept that that is a good show. I refuse. It, oh, I, I will I never will, watch it. I will confirm that it might have been the biggest <laughs> waste of time that I have ever sat through because I got such high, high, like reviews from these people that I like. I considered their opinion like well, uh, or you know, well, uh, well thought of. And so Selena and I watched it and we we're like, okay, this is really bad. You know, let's watch the next episode. Okay. Maybe it gets better, you know? And then, you know, like, and then the fucking season ends and it is hella fucking shitty. Like it doesn't even like, it leaves you like more upset than if you watch, yeah. like if you didn't watch the end, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because at a certain point we're like season we're like episode five. Okay. You know, we should finish it. This is really bad. Right. But then you finish it and you're like, that was, that was so not worth it. Yeah. There was, there was nothing that was good about that in any yeah. way. I'll say Henry, whatever Cavill. Uh, oh, that, yeah, yeah. That dude is borderline just pedophile creeper, right? Oh, no. Oh, dude. Like he is, he has <laughs> some, he has a very questionable, you know, history. Oh, no. Acting next to uh, at, at female actresses that are not of age. You know what I mean? Ooh, like, let's yikes. just say he's like, he On just vibes. has the I'm grooming them vibe. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Which I have never really liked. Maybe he grooms, maybe he doesn't. You know, people can hate me, people they, but this is going along the lines I of like, get sued for libel or, yeah. you know, but this is, yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's like people are always justifying whatever he does because he's so fucking handsome on some he like Ted handsome. Bundy shit, right? I know, right? It's like, yeah. oh, well, he's just so handsome. So he couldn't have been a child rapist, you know, like, yeah, he could, he could get any woman he wants. So why would he be going after uh, children? And it's like, dude, that's, that's not what not it's about. How it works. Exactly. It's ridiculous. It what doesn't a stupid work. fucking that. Yeah, that show. Also, I just remembered uh, because I was like, when you were like, I got recommendations and I hated it. I was so nervous. I was so like on edge that you were about to say Shit's Creek because that uh, show is excellent. And I want to oh, add that to my list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've heard nothing. Well, correction. I would say I've heard a lot of really good things about it. And yeah. it's good. It's I have really not, well I have not in, and acted. Yeah, yeah. I haven't indulged, but I have nothing against it. And it is on my list. People were telling me how good it was and made actually one person I know sat me down. I was like, no, nah, you have to just watch one episode. And I fucking hated it. I was like, what the fuck, man? 
this this isn't like very funny like these people are actually really annoying but then i sat down and actually watched it myself from beginning to end that heard, shit is a masterpiece man yeah i heard that the first season's the worst oh okay from a lot of people that it's like it, it, well, it uh, does from the people that did like it sure. exactly just yeah. that not saying that it's bad but just saying that it, it is not as strong as uh some of the, the later content yeah and plus like with anything like the more you uh learn about the characters the more the character develops the more you're emotionally invested you know what i'm saying the show gets much mm-hmm. better because mm-hmm. you actually care about what's happening you know mm-hmm. Man, that show is so fucking good. But yeah, The Witcher can't be good. There's just no way. It looked yeah. bland, stupid. Yeah. Dull. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. And so that's, uh, so one of the things I want to do in this show is like have a topic that we could talk about each week, you know, mm-hmm. and potentially bring in like a guest uh, or, or someone like that to talk about it. And you were saying you don't give a shit about Lord of the Rings. Hell no. Nah. But I only do because I read the books as a kid. Yeah, and uh, I just think it's an interesting topic because I think that they're fucking horrible movies in a yeah. lot of ways. Come again, but you're gonna get so much hate for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People love Dude, the no, fuck but, out of those movies. Yeah, exactly. But I will deflect all their hate and I will knock them down. <laughs> and it's not because I hate <laughs> with it's science. not because I yeah exactly. It's not because I hate Lord of the Rings as like a concept or whatever, but it's that yeah. I think Peter Jackson ruined the yes. movies. Yeah. And the reason he ruined the movies is because he had them in such high regard as a child when he read them that he turned them into like these angelic characters that don't, they, 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 that are, his view of what he read the book is not what the book actually depicted mm, in a lot of elements, right? Yeah. And so you're, you're watching Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings and right. everyone's all fucking angelically whitewashed and yeah. pale skinned. And there's this fucking light source that's coming from every which way <laughs> and fucking all of a sudden anytime yeah. frodo speaks it's in slow motion and you're yeah. like why why is this in slow motion is someone dying yeah. i don't understand the gravity of the situation why are you <laughs> like this is just like mid single movie like what are you doing you know yeah, there's just a bunch of shit like that and so you know it's even worse than that the uh, hobbits yes yeah. holy shit like they gave up they gave up on the hobbits they were like, fuck it, man. Is Just that Peter Jackson movie, as well? Whatever. I want to say it is, but I can't actually. If it know. is, then we are going to affirm my argument that he is the worst director of all time. Uh, he's like he's like worse than Michael Bay. Hey. Because Michael Bay at least knows that he's Michael Bay. Right. He whereas, knows how ridiculous he is. Yes, exactly. Whereas yeah. Peter Jackson thinks that being Peter Jackson means that Peter Jackson is the greatest. Right. And uh, do you remember fucking King Kong? Peter Jackson's King the, Kong. The worst movie <laughs> I have ever seen in theaters. Yeah, like really literally, was. I remember screaming at the theater, like like at the screen multiple times. Like, ah, like, sucked. like I looked down at my watch and I was like, wait, they're three hours in and they oh haven't gone God. to the fucking city yet. Just like, are you kidding me? I can't stand it, dude. Yeah, so are you ready? Are you ready for this? Yeah. Peter Jackson is the hands down the worst director of all time. Hey. Proof being the Lord of the Rings, one, two, and three. Director, True. writer, and producer, right? So okay. he has he has no one else that he can uh you know push the blame off of, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Those movies, arguable, I still think that they suck as you know I because fuck less about right? those movies. King so Kong boring man. King Kong, one of the worst movies so stupid. ever. 
So he is once stupid. again writer, director, and producer. Oh god damn, this right? guy. This guy, right? And then we're going down the list. I'm gonna skip from, a bunch of movies. It's so bizarre because he came from like indie movies that were like very enjoyable. I had a lot of practical effects and shit. So and then are you ready? I'm gonna skip some movies, but once again, writer, director, producer, all three Hobbit movies. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. He yeah. gave up or didn't have the budget. I don't no, know no, what was happening. No, he, he didn't give up and he had the budget. <clears throat> he just sucks. <laughs> I am telling you this. <laughs> I know Christmas time just happened and uh, you're looking at your bank account and uh, you seeing uh, low numbers. Are you upset? You uh, upset because you got too many uh, hair plugs, huh? Well... You know, you're not the only one addicted to hair plugs, okay? Here at Harrison, Dorkman, and Jones, Attorneys at Law, we would like to consolidate your hair plug debt. Yes, yes, you heard right. This is a hair plug debt consolidation firm. Now, we will take all of the debt from all of the surgeons that you've been to, all of the hair plug specialists, and we will put it all into one place, and we will cut it right in half right into you could call me the plug of hair plug debt consolidation you don't want to get plugged because of your hair plugs you know what i'm saying so come on down to harrison dorkman and jones attorneys at law harrison dorkman and jones is not responsible for any insecurity security or any emotions that come with the giving or receiving of hair plugs or for the results obtained from the use of this information all information received from the client is provided as is with no guarantee of completeness accuracy timeliness or the results obtained from the use of this information we may or may not be able to provide you with financial growth and or feelings of existential satisfaction. Oh, I enjoy that, that puts into the question is can a can a bad artist put out good art right. and i think they, yes they can indeed yes they can right? and do Mm -hmm. on a frequent basis and, and you know what a great artist is, can put out some bad shit too sometimes. exactly and they should be forgiven for that and not be brushed, brushed aside <laughs> right, right, you know right. uh i'm talking to all the people listen to my music you know that I <laughs> please listen to my no, please okay. please no i don't I need I, the validation please listen to me and touch my legs <laughs> do him at the same time that, that's a song that could have been in Lord of the Rings. You could have had exactly. a, loop, a exactly. loop being played, a violin. See, I just like, I just, I fucking hate, you know what? I hate whimsy a lot of the time. And that was so full of fucking whimsy. It made me want to break my fucking sternum open and tear out my heart and eat it. I hate it. How often does whimsy occur in real life? Like not that much. Are, is, there, is there ever a moment past like your young, like your adolescence where you experience whimsy like for real bro like i don't even want to experience whimsy <laughs> i, I want to experience joy and laughter and no fun, this is just whimsy i don't want fucking whimsy bro i don't want yeah. this like lilty <laughs> violin being fiddled and like somebody like doing a jig and like everybody's like, oh, I'm having so much fun here. Like, shut the fuck up, you little elves and hobbits and shit. I don't care, man. You know where whimsy occurs? I just thought about it. Where? Renaissance fairs. Ah! <laughs> That's where whimsy lives yes, on. Yes. That is so the, fucking true, bro. And probably place. at Comic-Cons, too, if you think about it. Probably yeah, well, whimsy going on when with the cosplayers and shit. Yeah, but there's, but not as much. I mean... <laughs> Yeah. Having yeah. so much fun. I mean, I don't have anything against fun. Like fun is good. 
it's no, just something no, about not good. So, <laughs> something about like they're dangerous little hairy bare feet doing a jig in the grass in the forest it makes me angry i don't like it, it makes me uncomfortable i don't like that shit do you not like dwarves you don't like short people <laughs> is this is this, no, is, this, is, this is this the reflection of your own shortness are you your own oh like, shit insecurity and my own hairy feet like i'm uncomfortable i'm being shown the mirror the real reason you don't like lord of the rings you're triggered you're like it's oh, too, too real to it's too close to home uh, you know what is fucked up though i do not have any dwarf friends man what the fuck's up with that man i feel bad as shit like why where the fuck are dwarves at man they're like really not i don't see dwarves very often at all but i know they're out there all right the we have a mission at? to get you a dwarf friend then i would like to hang out with more ver- varieties of fucking people well statistically speaking how many not how many dwarves are out there you know? I don't know, actually, you know, that's a good probably, point. yeah, probably not that many. So, you know, you just have to tell the universe that you are open for dwarf friendship. I just feel dwarf like support the friends I got. I feel like I'm like ableist or some shit. Like, why the fuck do I only have able bodied friends and shit? You know, ah, jeez, like, you know, a, a right, you should be you should be ashamed of yourself. Shame. I am. Oh, constantly. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a problem. Yeah. Whether I'm doing something bad or not, I'm going to be ashamed. There's, there's a state of shame that I am <laughs> di- that I am dipped in right now. Yes, <laughs> it's why probably why I make music and shit because I'm ashamed. Somehow, I feel like there's a connection. I can't put it together right now. Are you still making hip hop or are you just singing? Uh, a little bit of everything, actually. Yeah, because me and Shroom are uh, putting out a project, mm-hmm. like probably May, but we're dropping a video. New edition, mid condition. Oh, we got all different types of high you couldn't get with no prescription. This is venom in the foyer. Warriors of wordplay. Serve it like it's sorbet. Any, every, always. Yeah, no, I'm rapping all over that shit. Bars. Bars. Yeah. I go hoard. I've always thought that you were one of my favorite MCs out of Seattle. Oh man, what's up? Thank you. Yeah. You have but you have personality, which the I enjoy. Singing has really been like uh what people like more. <laughs> uh, it's more it's more receptive. I mean right. harmony, like harmonies uh are just they don't carry uh the life experience in the way that rap does and so like rap rap makes people uncomfortable a lot of the times because of the implication whether it's like just the the general energy coming off of it and they're like it's just too aggressive i just i just can't handle the aggressiveness Mm -hmm. you know rest in peace dmx but um right seriously but you know it's singing is just more palatable to to, to most people you know and melodies you can like sing along to a melody you can't you can sing along the rap lyrics, but it's not like, not in the same way. It's not the same. It, it's yeah. it's 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 poetry. I mean, it, right. it has the aspect of poetry to it. Almost drowned in the pussy, so I swam to but it's. And that's just always funny to me when I think when I think about you know like, uh, MCs that I've worked with throughout the years, or or people that I did shows with and stuff, and that are just super unwilling to explore the, 
the realm of harmony yeah. and they're just like nah i'm gonna do this and, and this is what's gonna get me big and people are gonna like it and i'm not willing to do anything that they like they have to like what i like right and and this <laughs> yeah, is my yeah. potty you know and it's just like yeah. it has it has this dinosaur like vibe yeah. to it and just oh, like with, without the being willing to adapt like you know i don't listen to i don't listen to r&b i only listen to you know, blah, you know, bro, whatever. that's such a holdover from like a different era. Like, because there was a time where, like, nah, we don't listen to RB. Like, we're dude, rappers, we dude. don't fuck with RB, we don't yeah. dance, like, we don't yeah. do that shit. Dude, that whole it's just so closeted in in not not in the sense of like being like closeted homosexuality or anything, it's just so compartmentalized. It's like they just took all the fun out of the music. You know yeah. what I mean? It's and, very and, repressed. It's very and, like... well, and it, it's totally understandable that like certain people were going through stressful times, but right, like, right, right. you know, like people process emotions differently and it's not all just about yelling at fucking people to, to hear your struggle, right. you know, which sometimes in moments is great if you can articulate yeah. it and stuff, but for sure, uh, it becomes and plus, tiring. Like, when, you, when you live in like, there are certain uh, you know, environments where if you did sing, which is like an act of vulnerability and, and a communication and, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if you did dance, which is also a, a sort of like opening yourself up uh, in a vulnerable yes. kind of way, mm-hmm. that's a sign of weakness. And it could lead to like some real negative consequences down the line or like, hurt it's, you in some way you know yeah I'm and i totally understand the danger in in the certain communities that people were it just right. sucks when you see the fun zapped out of things right like that, you know because i mean um, you listen to fucking r and uh, uh funk you know from those same you know areas earlier or whatever music mm-hmm. it is it was mm-hmm. very fun you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying it was very like but things changed at a certain point you know well yeah the the music industry likes to find any life and then zap it you know just just <laughs> tase right it until that. it's dead That's like right. Uh, one thing that I really want to talk about, you know, in one episode is the fact that I fucking hate Bruno Mars. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's hate horrible. Hate, he's horrible. No, he is a person, fantastic, talented. Uh, yeah. um, uh, uh, he has so much, you know, uh, potential and prowess and what, you know, whatever, right? Uh, that being said, I, I his music is like, he's Macklemore to me. He yeah. is the Macklemore, PO, the POC Macklemore. Yeah. You know, and uh, his he's music- pop- all the way to the max his his shit just there his music has no soul to it like Mm -hmm. it which is ironic to me because he put out an album with anderson pack where they're like paying homage to like soul and stuff like that but his music his voice just feels so soulless yeah like it's on some justin bieber like like there he he might be very talented in all these ways Mm -hmm. but there is no there's there's a lack of of that human element to it yeah well it's i think a it's very like affected in a very intentional way yes very everything is very intentional exactly right it's not it's not soulful and because like a soulful person will just push it out however the fuck it comes out a soulful Um, person comes from the soul they don't exactly right they don't think about thinking ahead of time what they're gonna and then the other thing is it's so processed because it's a pop product it's the vocals are so fucking finely tuned and processed all the soul of it is pretty much gone by the time it reaches your ears anyway if there was any so 
Yeah. No, I yes. But I will say some of his songs are fucking catchy as shit. I be saying if if I watch another NBA game and they have fucking 24 karat gold playing like dude, like there are so many other good songs. Like, why are they still playing these same fucking songs over it's and gotta over? gotta be fucking labels making deals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Magic in the <laughs> dude, I'm gonna be on my I'm gonna be on my deathbed and that's gonna be going through my head. Oh, like no. literally, like like literally, like I I'm gonna be so upset. Like yeah. that's how the universe works with me. Like I'll be dying and just like <laughs> Like a bird will poop on my face or something, you know, just like something that just be like, here you go. Just the final, fuck you a little bit. Hey, uh, you know, I just, I just wanted to say, uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, you're worthless and, uh, and uh, go to hell. Uh, goodbye. And goodbye. Um, do, just, you know, go do some meth or something, you know, because <laughs> you you're worthless. You know? you're, death, baby. Your teeth are going to fall out. And you and, and you're worthless. You're gonna die anyway, man. Fuck it. All right, I got one more hot take for you. Let's hear it. Okay. Uh, Kendrick Lamar is to Tupac. Okay. Okay. What what Benny the Butcher is to Biggie Smalls. You're coming out hot. Oh, interesting. Huh. Right. That's and a so way to look at it. Goddamn. And people will hate me once again because they'll be like, you sullying the names of Tupac Shakur and Biggie Smalls. They're the greatest <laughs> things to ever do anything. And it's just like, okay, well, you know, if, if you look at it in the in the regards of science or or just theory or philosophy or anything, it's like, you know, the new the new breed comes along or the new the new uh, generation comes along and they build off the generation of the past, right? Right. So I just think that Kendrick is as good or potentially better than Tupac by achieving everything that Tupac does and more. Yeah. I mean, as far as the poetry goes, he's like poetic as fuck. Like he's lyrical, you know, his delivery is on fire every time. I think that Kendrick might be the most emotionally intelligent rapper Mm -hmm. that I have listened to with his delivery, which is like a really weird thing to think about because it's not about the words. It's just about like Mm -hmm. his delivery and how he's saying what he's saying. He's really fucking good at that. Right. And Tupac was also very good at that. You know? Yeah. That was his main thing. His delivery was just perfection every fucking time, no matter what he would, he'd say that he could say the same word three times in a row and it would still just be like, it just hit hit home. He'd pop it. Yeah. He'd pop it. He was soulful. But, uh, I think that I don't know. Benny has really gotten. He's he's good. Yeah, I'm just accepting that he's just really good. I haven't heard. What's the group he's in again? Uh, well, the Griselda crew. Yeah, the, Griselda, the Buffalo. Yeah. Um, Ooh, go listen to if 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 you haven't listened to his new one, the Plugs I Met too. Oh yeah, I will check that out for sure. I don't. You probably don't listen to much mainstream shit, right? Like I really don't be listening to music that much at all. Just honestly. Like, like mm. podcasts a lot of the time. Like mm. if I'm writing, I'll put on some fucking ambient sci-fi shit. Yep. Yeah, that makes I more really sense. Don't be like listening to a lot of music, honestly. Yeah. I listen to a good amount of Memphis trap, right? Oh, interesting. Just just like those two bar loops. It's very good driving music or or whatever, you know. Um, but occasionally I'll, I'll dabble in some of the, you know, the new, the new shit, but no, no, just go above that.
Two chains. Yeah, man, for sure. And French oh, Montana. Yeah. Two chains yeah. and French Montana. <laughs> French Montana is my hero. Oh my god, he's, he's become my hero. That guy is so ridiculous. He is, but he also says some of the realest shit. Really? Because like I have never, <laughs> you know, to be honest though, I'm not gonna fucking listen to his lyrics because his delivery. And some of the things he's saying is just so ridiculous. I'm like, what the fuck? He really made this song? Are you serious? Oh yeah. See, I'm thinking of of him more as like a featured artist. Like yeah, you put him, okay. you put him in like his songs. Yeah, they're pretty fucking ridiculous. They're so ridiculous, bro. But yeah, just go listen to his featured verse on longevity, and it's like you know, you give him the yeah. concept, and he delivers his stuff so simplistically in a way that it just hits a it hits some certain kind of way that it's dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. I like uh, Young Jeezy, man. He's just mm-hmm. got this like super simplistic style, but it, it fucking it works. It does. It tends to uh, you know work sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. But you sometimes, know, sometimes yeah. it does. You know, I'll uh, function occasionally. Uh, functioning alcoholic, you know. What I mean? 